Hello. Hello. You know what's so funny, Lindsay? I what's listened funny? to all of our podcasts to like make sure that they looked like they played through on my podcast app. We start every episode the exact same way. Hello. Yeah. Hi. That's what it is every single time. Yeah. 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 I don't I don't change my hello. It's always the same. Yeah. Well, anyways. Well, I'm Lindsay. Hello. <laughs> I'm Brianna. <laughs> and this is Gone, Gone with, with the, the Windies. Windies. So today's lovely episode is going to be about love languages. Love languages. Yeah, but Sorry. before we talk about those, let's just have a little chat. Let's have a little chit chat. I'm down. Lindsay okay. and I haven't chatted since our last podcast recording on Saturday. And today is Wednesday. Which was like four days ago. <laughs> oh my goodness. However will we catch up? I know. Well, not much has well, happened. No. I finally got to go back into the school. We've had a bunch of snow days and stuff, so I finally got to go back today. And it was another just teacher day. Um, uh-huh. But I got some stuff done, like planning out my semester and everything with my teacher, so that was good. And I've been to a couple of the meetings she has today. So it's just been kind of like meetings and nice. chilling and stuff. But it's been it's been good. It's been solid having to get up early and have somewhere to go because the past two days were snow days and the week two days before that was the weekend so it was just like very it's just been very slow and I feel like I thrive on more of like a structure like places to be and things to do so it's been mm-hmm. kind of hard but hopefully now we'll get into a little routine for the semester but yeah that's Thanks. all I've been up to today oh good stuff I love that yeah love having things to do that's fun yeah it's Honestly. good <laughs> yeah yeah what about you well, how's your day been Pretty good. Today's uh, one of my days off, so I didn't have any plans at all whatsoever. Um, And then my mom asked me if I could drop off Lindsay's birth certificate at her roommate's house up in Nova um, because she needs it to give for, like, subbing or something, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I did that little drive. It wasn't that far. It was, like, maybe 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back. And then I got home, had lunch, and then I said, you know what, I'm going to finally go use this Barnes & Noble gift card that my friend got me. Um, And then I told Lindsay I was going to explain more of what happened while I was there. Okay, for starters, it was so difficult to find the book that I was looking for, even though it's a book that was literally released this past year. And I figured they'd have like I figured it'd be out in the front, so I checked every single table that was in the front, and it wasn't there. So I went to fiction, because it's a fiction book. They didn't have can it. We, can we get the title of the book? The title of the book is Transcendent Kingdom by Yag Yasi. It's the um, sequel to Homegoing. And oh. I just finished Homegoing yesterday, so I was like, you know what? I don't want to wait for this from the stupid library. So, well, actually, I've already checked it out, and I just didn't read it, so it went back. So now I still technically have it on hold, but I'm probably not going to get it for another, like, 13 weeks. So I said, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. Anyways, it was so difficult to find this book, and so I asked for help. Actually, it was a really good customer service experience because this guy could tell that I was just, like, 
I had no idea where I was looking. And so he asked me if I needed help. And I was like, yeah, I do actually. And then he helped me. And he was like, oh, I think it'd be in fiction. And I was like, okay, well, I already looked there, but I didn't want to tell him. So I didn't tell him. So then he went there and then he was like, oh, you know what? We have a section called Black Voices. It'll probably be there. So my thing is this. I think it's great that they have a section for Black Voices. I think it should be easier to find if that's the whole point. Because it was so difficult to find. It's literally tucked away, like past the fiction section. And I was like, that's kind of defeating the purpose, in my opinion. I don't know. It just made me really angry. Um, Well, not really angry. I was just like, why make this book so difficult to find? Anyways, so I finally got that. Then I'm checking out. Dude's super nice. It's it's a different dude. Um, And he hands me my books and I'm about to leave. And then he's like, have you heard about the GameStop short? And I was like, yes. I was like, yeah, I've heard of it. It's so crazy. Because I don't really care about stocks, to be completely honest. Like, I don't have anything against people who do, but I just don't care. And I've tried so hard to understand and it still doesn't completely make sense to me. And I just don't want a man to explain it to me. I really don't. So anyways, he wasn't trying to like explain it to me because we were operating under the assumption that I know stocks. Um, so he just keeps talking about it for like two minutes and I was already late to recording this podcast with Lindsay, but I didn't want to be rude and like tell him to stop. But he was just talking about all the like legal implications with Robin Hood, the app that is apparently in trouble right now with it. I don't know. And he just kept talking about it and I was like, all right, um, well, bye. See you later. I don't know what it is about me that made it seem like I was interested in having a conversation about that you know it's a thing that people like to call flirting and it's when they are interested in someone and then they try and talk to them and have a conversation and it can potentially lead to something else i would venture to guess that he thought you were cute and so he wanted to have a conversation but i don't understand why he didn't choose that because it's topical what else is he going to talk about with you i don't know he could look at the books i'm getting and say something about those but i wouldn't like that either because I wasn't interested in him. Okay. Yes. Here's the thing. You know the quote about if you don't shoot your shot, you're never going to score? Right. Right. So he was like, But then like, he oh, didn't even shoot cute. his Let shot. Then he just, to her. he just spent two minutes telling Probably. me about this thing I already know about. And then people came behind him, me. So I left. He didn't say anything Probably else. Probably because you didn't actually like converse with him. I didn't have, I don't have anything to add about stocks. I have nothing to add. If I had been honest, like truly honest, I would have been like, yeah, um, it's great that people are making money off of that. I personally don't care. Anyways, so- <laughs> I know I'm so mean, but I just don't get that. Like, I don't know. It was just it was a very strange interaction because we didn't talk the whole time that I was like doing my card and getting my he like was it was probably just- it trying to get up the courage to say something. Ugh. Take Ugh. it as a compliment. I will. It's not but like he saw you. It's not like he saw you and was like, this girl looks like she wants to know about stocks. That's I know. That's what was going through his head. I just don't understand why people do this. Specifically because when it comes so to stocks. so pretty. Okay, stop. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> okay, but I'm like, annoyed. do you see where I'm coming from? It's not like an absurd thing for someone to want to have a conversation with someone they find attractive. I don't think that that's absurd. <laughs> I just think it went so poorly for him. I kind of feel bad. You know, uh, yeah, and that's okay. He's going to have to figure out how to do it eventually. So now that was a practice run, and right. he kind of got the memo that maybe that's not what people want to hear about. And so maybe next time he won't use that. Yeah. <laughs> Every mistake is a lesson. You're right. You're right. Every mistake is a lesson. It was just funny because 
he seemed really uncomfortable trying to explain it to me. So I was like, why are you Yeah, because he was nervous. Oh, my gosh. And because you were probably just staring at him. I was. Like, why are you talking to me? And so he was like, oh, my God. Like, what was I supposed to say? How was I supposed to engage in that conversation? I didn't have anything to add. Yeah, that's valid. But maybe someone else would have had something to add. He just didn't know if you did or not. So he figured. Mm, Maybe. Maybe it's a game he plays where he's, like, trying to gauge everyone's opinion about this GameStop short. Maybe. I mean, also think about how boring it must be to just check people, check out people's books. And then it's like someone that's your age that would like maybe know what was happening. And he was like just genuinely trying to have a conversation. But like you were not the person that would be interested in that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) You're also there are some people that can like jump in any conversation and like find things to say and like have words about it. But I feel like you like just the way you are, like you have to be very interested in something to like show your enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. And so... You were not the best person to pilot that idea on (laughs) just because that's how you are, which is fine. But it's just like, you know, like dad would have like actively engaged in that conversation because he can talk to anyone about anything. True. True. true, And everyone is different and that's fine. Yeah. Anyway, fun experience for you. I've never been hit on in a Barnes and Noble, so I wouldn't I couldn't relate. I don't even want to call that being hit on. It was so weird. It was such a weird interaction. I don't know. How to define it. Yeah, okay. because not everyone can communicate with people that, anyway. <laughs> that take their breath away underneath their masks. Wasn't going to say that, but oh, go okay. off. Okay. <laughs> no, Lindsay, I'm kidding. This morning. Okay. I told you about how I had a dream that I was married to our family friend, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. So I don't know why. I don't know why I had that dream. I've had dreams before where I've been married to someone and we are both very aware of the fact that we don't like each other at all. But then I feel mm-hmm. stuck and obligated because it's like a lifelong permanent commitment. Um, yeah. And so anyways, I woke up this morning and I was just thinking about, this is so mean, about all the people who have liked me that I haven't reciprocated. Because, I mean, that's happened to me a billion times. I've liked plenty of people that didn't reciprocate. So everyone has a long list of people who have liked them and you did not reciprocate. So I was like, you yeah. know what? I kind of want to write this out. So I just wrote out all the names of people I suspect have had feelings for me in some, from some level to another. doesn't really matter yeah. how extreme. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just a really interesting activity. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just like, wow. Wow. That's a lot. That's people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dating no, back yeah. to Especially- first grade. Sorry. What were you saying? No, you're fine. Yeah. Just like people that you like thought were cute, but like even maybe didn't interact with enough to, like, develop feelings for. But then it's, like, imagine how many people have, like, felt that way about you. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Another thing I was thinking about is um, I was talking to my friends Steph and Becca yesterday, and one of them, like, had a dream about someone from, like, elementary school. And I was like, isn't it so weird that, like, you have dreams about the most random people? Like, I'll have, like, multiple dreams about people from, like, elementary school or middle school or, like, people I don't talk to anymore mm-hmm. or, like, even barely talk to. And I'm like, imagine if you could have, like, a notification every morning of who had a dream that you were in the oh, previous horrifying. night. Because, like, imagine how many random people you dream about. Not even in, like, a weird, like, yeah. I don't know, weird, inappropriate way, but just, like, they're in your dreams. And yeah. it's like, why? Exactly. Exactly. But, like, imagine how many dreams you're in. I don't want to think about it. Crazy. Because, like, I very rarely will tell people if I'm, like, if 
they're in my dream unless I'm like really good friends with them. Right. And isn't it weird to think of what you're like in other people's dreams too? Yeah. Because it's their perception of you. It's like what their brain thinks of you to be. So it's like if they're dreaming about me and the last time I talked to them was second grade, then like what am I like in that dream? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of horrifying. (laughs) Yeah. I know. It's crazy to think about. I just, I wish I could know. I think that would be so funny. Yes. Lindsay, I found this podcast. I'm going to send it to you because I think it's hilarious. It's called In Your Dreams. And it's like, it's one of those podcasts that's very obviously sponsored by a thing. So that's the only reason it exists. It's sponsored by like Casper mattresses. So they talk about dreams. But this one, they're comedians. And this one guy pretends to be like a dream interpreter and pretends that he went to school and like has a degree in it. But they basically just talk about, they have a guest come on and they just talk about dreams that they've had and just interpret them and like people call in and share their dreams and then they interpret it but it's so funny and that dude that I'm obsessed with from search party John Reynolds he he was the guest on it that's the only reason I found it because I was trying to find podcasts that he's been on and that's the only podcast he's ever been on and it was so funny I was literally laughing on my walk and I probably looked crazy um but I'm gonna send it to you because it made me actually laugh out loud which does not happen often that's really funny yeah I'll have to have to give it a go. I was thinking we should do a podcast where we talk about our dreams at some point. Yeah. Okay. So I do have one of your journals that you got for Christmas that I stole. I'm using as a dream journal, but every morning I wake up and I'm too lazy to write it out because I have like just woken up. And so I only have like one dream that I've actually journaled in there, but I need to start and be better about like waking up in the morning and just writing it down like anything I can remember. But once, because once I make it a habit again, like I'll actually be doing it. But yes. So like in like a month after I have a few dreams written down, we should just talk about dreams because that would be really funny. I agree. I, and I have some written on my phone that are from years and years and years ago that that would be, Mm -hmm. that would be really fun to share. Yeah. Got some interesting ones. My brain. She's a, she's a little crazy. We could try, I'll interpret yours and you can interpret mine. Oh my goodness. Yes, please. Yes, please. Nice. I'll have to. I'll, that'll give me actually a reason to continue to document them. So this yes. is good. <laughs> All right, yeah. people, stay tuned because there's going to be a dream interpretation episode, and it's going to get it, it's going to get interesting. It's going to get funky, if I do yeah. say so myself. For sure. Preemptively. Yes. Yes. For sure. Well, let's see. Do we want tell them about the books that you finished? I was so excited oh, you finally finished a couple of your books. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited too. So I finished Homegoing by Yagyasi. That was a book that was recommended to me by my cousin Haley, and we were actually supposed to read it in our little book club with me and Lindsay and Haley, but that didn't really work out because it took me 4 months to read. So it'd be like that sometimes. But yeah, finally finished that yesterday. Funny story about that, one of my professors was mentioned in the acknowledgments section of that book. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. Also, my favorite professor, Josh Tyree. Love him so much. He's amazing. And yeah, apparently he teaches or he used to teach at Stanford in like the creative writing department. And I guess he like collaborated with this author, Um, which is crazy because this is like this is like a crazy major bestseller, like insane. Um, So so anyways, yeah, I always like to read the acknowledgments because after I finish a book and it's taken me so long, I'm like, you know what? I want to know the people that went into this, even if I don't know them personally. But then I did yeah. know him personally. I was like, what the heck? That's so weird. 
Um, and then I also finished this book that I was part of the like pre-launch team for. So like the first people to read it, but I didn't actually Mm -hmm. read it before it came out. I ended up finishing it. I think like the week that it did get released officially. Mm -hmm. Um, now it's called prayer in the night by Tish Harrison Warren. She is a Christian author and she also wrote a really, really popular book called liturgy of the ordinary. Um, Oh, you gave that to me. I haven't read it yet. I did. I did. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's, um, I don't know. They're they're both really well written. They're both like really encouraging. And I find that a lot of the Christian books that I've read are kind of like kitschy and annoying, but hers are just really solid and like normal. <laughs> if if that doesn't sound too bad to say, like just genuine, which is I think hard to come by a lot of times. Um, especially in like the Christian book world. So highly recommend. Um Prayer in the Night is basically just about this one prayer that um, she really relied on that's like part of the book of common prayer in the Anglican faith and mm-hmm. um, she just kind of goes through it like line by line and I don't know talks about the ways that it helped her and it's interesting yeah what about you Lynn how's crazy rich agents going still haven't read very much of it <laughs> that's all right I was about to say I was thinking about how once I start to get into like more of a routine with my student teaching I might try and delete like some of my social medias or just like actually be stricter about my time limits on them and then try and read more so I can do like I don't know a book every like couple weeks or just like make it more of a habit to like read in my free time instead of just like go on my phone um do you bring a book with you to your student teaching like do you ever have downtime there not really if I do I would be like working on well I've only gone like twice but if I do I'll be working on lesson planning and everything okay um yeah, maybe, like, before I go to sleep. The problem is I don't have a very good setup for, like, reading at my bed because mm-hmm. when it's dark outside, because I have, like, a tiny lamp that's, like, on my nightstand, but it's, like, lower than my bed, so the light doesn't really get to my bed. Yeah. And then the lights around my room are a little bit too dim, so I need yeah. to figure that out if I'm going to actually read at night without having to, like, have my whole light on because it's really bright. But I get that. Anyway. Reading in bed is hard for me. Yeah. It, eh, I don't really like it that much. I listened to a podcast a few weeks ago about how to read more. And one of the suggestions was to read in the morning, like to wake up early enough to read in the morning. And you think you're going to be really tired, but it actually like helps you wake up. And another one was to like uh, bring a book with you wherever you go. But that seems tough. It, it I think it also applies more to like the way we used to do life because it talks about like commuting and being on the mm-hmm. subway and that kind of thing and like ordering a coffee and reading in line like stuff that we don't really do anymore so yeah <laughs> it's hard to apply it yeah waking up early yeah, as hard as that is I think that would be probably good to like read in the morning and have that time to wake up yeah the one thing though I literally had already talked about it and just recently talked about it but just like I don't want it to be like a task that I check off I want it to be something I just like do and so if I can incorporate it into my night routine like take a shower because I love I love taking showers at night to like relax I always feel so good when I finish showering like I could be in the worst mood and I'll take a shower and I just like feel like a fresh new person after it always makes me feel better amazing anyway take a shower and get ready for bed and then if I just like lay in bed and like read for a little bit then I think that would be like a much better way to like fall asleep than just like scrolling through TikTok waking up early I don't know if that's very 
I don't think that would really work for me right now because I have to be like out of the house like 8 15 so I'd have to get up like very early to actually be able to do that but yeah that makes sense yeah do you do you use your phone as your alarm yeah oh okay I was going to say it's helpful to keep your phone out of your room if you have a different alarm clock because I mean physically you're too lazy to go get it yeah no that's true and like in the morning but I have to get up for that anyway so I don't really have the problem of like staying in bed super late true but yeah today I was gonna do yoga but then I didn't because I was really tired and I was like I just once I get into like the schedule of waking up at the same time and I'm gonna try really hard to go to bed at the same time every day and like once my sleep schedule is back on track then I will be able to work on other things but I'm trying also not to like overload myself with like too many things I'm trying to like better myself with because then it's (laughs) overwhelming but yeah yeah don't want to exhaust yourself by bettering yourself no that's silly. no 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 no, All right. No, no. Do we want to, should we get into it now that it's been like 20 minutes? I think, yeah, we should get into it. Okay. If we want Unless to. Unless there's anything else you'd like to add. I have nothing else to add at the moment. All right. Well, let's hop right in. Hopping right in. So we're talking about love languages today. If you are unfamiliar, I think it's like a book that someone wrote called like yeah. the five love languages. And it's just the five ways that you express and feel love. So there's five different ones and you will like score between a one and a 10 on all of them. But it's really more important to know your top like one or two, I would say, because Mm -hmm. then it helps you figure out how to best love other people or how other people can best love you and how you express their love. Because if there's not a match there, it's kind of hard to understand because you feel love in one way, but someone else will feel love in a different way. So Mm-hmm. I found them to be really helpful with some of my really close friends that I just don't f- sometimes don't feel loved by them or vice versa and just isn't communicated very well. But once you get that communication aspect, it goes uphill anyway, or downhill, uphill. I don't know. It gets better. Basically, well, do you want to just go through like because you said, you know, the order of yours. Do you want to just start at the bottom and work our way up and see at the bottom, happens? like meaning the least number the lowest number okay my bottom one is definitely well let's just talk about them first so the five love languages are words of affirmation physical touch um acts of service quality time and gift giving or receiving yes gift receiving yes receiving gifts yeah i don't know if it's giving or receiving anyways so my order it's just gifts yeah oh my order is as follows from least to greatest gifts acts of service physical touch quality time words of affirmation yeah mine is very (laughs) similar (laughs) my lowest is touch actually which i don't really know if that's true i think it's just the way that i answered the questions on the little Mm -hmm. quiz that i took but physical touch and acts of service are definitely towards the bottom and then receiving gifts is right in the middle and then words of affirmation and quality time are near the top and I think that honestly <laughs> the way that this quiz like I my scores one through ten is eight quality time eight words of affirmation seven receiving gifts six acts of service and then one physical touch which definitely isn't the case because I am like a very physical touchy person but I think that the way the quiz was like asking the questions mm-hmm. it was like like it was like weird physical touch things like it was like making out in public and like those kinds of things and I was just like no I'm not into that but anyway um but 
Yes. So it's so funny, the similarities in ours. We have, like, essentially the same order, like, from top to bottom, um, <laughs> which makes sense. We grew up in the same household, um, feeling yeah. love, I feel like, the same ways. And yeah. Yeah. But it's very interesting. I would also, I think that the last time I took it was, like, my freshman year of college. So I might be interested to take it again and see if it's changed at all. Because I do feel yeah. like there's n- none of these are things that I like hate you know like I enjoy no. all of these things and all these things do yeah. make me feel loved in some way um I think I'm a lot less uh weird about gifts now than I used to be like I don't know I think I really appreciate when someone remembers something that I said a long time ago and then gets me a gift that relates to that like that makes me feel very mm-hmm. loved and so in that sense, I don't think that's always my lowest. I think that it has a lot to do with, like, the thought behind it. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big, like, arbitrary gift person. Like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Here's a box of chocolates or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't really, I don't know. I'd be like, okay, thank you. But I wouldn't be like, yeah, I wouldn't really feel super loved by that. Talk about your lowest one. What's what's the deal physical with physical touch. touch being your lowest one? That doesn't make sense I to me. I just said it. I don't know. I feel like the way the questions were worded, I just, like, answered them mm-hmm. differently. And I feel like also, like, the gifts one, like, I do appreciate gifts. But, again, like, I feel like I appreciate, like, more so, like, random gifts. Like, <laughs> oh, like, I don't like know, like, no cause. Yeah, of? like, when someone, like, brings me Starbucks randomly or, like, brings me, like, a food or like I don't know just like gets me something and it's like not for a holiday or something I feel like that's makes me feel really loved because I like I know the amount of like effort and thought and time that went into that for them to do that and so like that makes me feel like really loved so yeah I feel like gifts that's why gifts is like in the middle for me but my top are definitely words of affirmation and quality time like if someone is not like telling me how they feel about me I'm like cool they hate me they don't want to be my friend anymore which is like my most toxic trait because a lot of my (laughs) friends just like don't might not like show their love that way yeah and then I'm like cool they just hate me they haven't told me they love me in the past 12 seconds Uh um so that's kind of annoying but (laughs) yeah and then quality time also sucks right now because of freaking panorama that's going on have you seen that trend on tiktok where they just say any word that starts with p instead of i mean i don't think that's just tiktok i think that also spans to like twitter and stuff but yes i've seen that okay i didn't i don't know um anyway this diorama (sighs) but yeah (laughs) the um yeah quality time is really kind of hard right now especially which is really frustrating because that is another it's definitely like one of my top ones mostly because Okay, here's the problem. This is kind of going to the Myers-Briggs, which we should do another episode about because that's pretty interesting too. But the introvert-extrovert thing, I'm like, I know the difference is that extroverts get their energy from being with people and Mm -hmm. introverts get their energy from being alone. But I feel like I'm both. So not very helpful. But I was just about to say- Well, no, so you're an omnivert. You can be half and half. Oh, Okay. It's a, it's a spectrum. It's not like you are one or the other. So yeah, I'm just yeah. like right in the middle. But anyway, with quality time, I think that like ties into that aspect of it. Uh-huh. And I don't know why words of affirmation is so high for me. I don't know either. Uh, well, okay. I have a theory. I have a theory because 
dad would write us lunch notes every single day that expressed love to us in words so I think we kind of learned from an early age that that is like how you express love like he was never afraid to say that he loved us and like our mom too she would always like she would use her words when it came to expressing love so like I don't know I think that that has a lot to do with it but I don't Mm -hmm. I, I mean I can't I can't know the depths of my psyche but that's a little it's a little guess I have about where that comes yeah, from. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. And like with quality time, I know our family definitely valued quality time. Like we didn't like just go off to our rooms and sit in silence on our own. Like when we got back from school, like we'd hang out with our family and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I guess that I mean, yeah, I guess that doesn't make sense then why we have the same ones, but I don't know. <laughs> it's very interesting. Do you ever wish you had different love languages? No, not really. The only one that's tough sometimes is words of affirmation because, like, if people don't express their love that way, then, like, I mean, that's the whole concept of love languages. But it's just it can be hard to feel loved and feel like your friends care about you if they're not, like, explicitly saying it, even though they will, like, give you a hug or they will, like, give you a gift or something. Yeah. But, yeah, my acts of service is also pretty low. And I don't know. I don't know. I feel like all of these, I'm like, yeah, I feel love in all of these ways. And it's just like some more so than others, like whatever, it's a spectrum. But I don't know. Acts of service, I feel like do mean a lot to me too, but definitely not as much as like words. Yeah. I think for me, it's like, I'm a big sucker for sentimentality. So like gifts can definitely be sentimental. Acts of service don't really feel sentimental to me. So I think that's why it's lower. And same with physical touch. Like, I don't know what it is, but I just don't really love people touching me most of the time. Like, sometimes I do, but most of the time I'm just, like, very comfortable sitting with someone in appropriate distance from them and just, like, (laughs) watching a TV show together. That's enough. Yeah. That's enough for me to be pleased. Yeah. So I feel you about quality time being hard right now because it just it feels so different and it feels like we're never going to be back to how it was. It feels like we're never going to be able to just sit with friends and like watch a show. Yeah. (sighs) It sucks. It sucks so much. Mm -hmm. Another thing for me is like I think I guess this goes along with quality time. Like if I make plans and like someone cancels, even Mm. if I like understand like the reason behind that or like something's changed or it just like makes more sense for us not to hang out, even if like I'm the one that's like, okay, like you have a lot to do, like we'll just cancel it. We'll save it for another day. That like really hurts my feelings. And I think that is again, like quality time because it feels like they're picking like something else over me, even if it's like a fully understandable reason you know and like I can mm-hmm. be like okay that makes sense like I don't actually feel like they hate me but it just yeah. like kind of hurts me and that like goes along with quality time because like we have set aside this time to like be with each other and spend time together and then it doesn't mm-hmm. end up happening and like that is really hard for me yeah. and also like I guess the words thing kind of goes along with that um with like making plans like empty words in a way mm-hmm. like oh we should when people just say like we should hang out And it's like, yeah, "Yeah." or like, we should do this. And it's like, yeah, 
and then no one actually like makes steps to make it happen. It just feels like Mm -hmm. it feels fake. It feels like fake words of affirmation. That's like, oh, we should do this. And it's like, okay, when are we going to do that? How are we going to make this happen? Like I'm a very like planning logistical person. And if someone just says we should do something, I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, so let's do it. Like when, like how is it going to happen? And that's like really frustrating for me when that happens. And it happens, I think, especially in like my bigger group of friends, because like people will say like, oh, we should like go bowling or ice skating or whatever. And everyone's like, oh my God, yeah. And the conversation just ends. And I sit there, I'm like so frustrated. I'm like, no, like just plan it. (laughs) But yeah, I feel that. I really respect the people that will just be like, oh my gosh, I miss you. Let's hang out. Are you free this day or this day or this day? Like give you, throw the ball in your court and then you, it's up to you. You know, I like that. Yeah. I respect that so much. Yeah. It means a lot more than, because it just feels, I feel like in our society, it's like very, it almost feels required to be like, oh, I miss you. We should hang out. Like, let's get lunch. We should make plans. It just feels yeah. like it's something you have to say. And so when yeah. you hear that all the time and then nothing ever happens, it's like, okay, those words are meaningless. So mm-hmm. like when they, when you say something like that and then tack on, like, are you free this day? Like, let's actually make plans. Then it's like so much more meaningful. Yeah. And yeah, it's just so frustrating, especially when it's someone you really love and care about and want to spend time with. And then you just don't ever see them because they don't ever make the plans to do so. Even it's not like it's always on their terms. Like I obviously have a part in the relationship. I could like also reach out. But even if I do and then you like make plans and it gets canceled, it's like really frustrating Mm -hmm. and hard. No, I feel that. I don't know. If one thing that people could get from this podcast is tell your loved ones your love languages, because Mm -hmm. if you know what they are and you tell them, they will know how they can better love and appreciate you. Like when I get like random texts from people that are like, hey, like, hope you're doing well, like miss you. It means so much to me. And that's Mm -hmm. how I also show my love. Like I'll send random texts to people and be like, hey, like, hope you're doing well. Like just wanted to say I love you and just like wanted to check in. Like that is how I show my love. And that is how I feel loved by others and not necessarily... I don't know. I guess right now none of the other things are even happening really because of COVID. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Just check in with yourself and check in with your loved ones and see because it's very helpful to know and it can definitely strengthen your relationship and it can alleviate a lot of the issues that arise from like lack of communication, even in like friendships, not necessarily romantic relationships. Um, Mm -hmm. It can be really helpful to know. This was a fun one. Yeah, it was. It's so funny that we're so similar. I know. If anyone has any other suggestions for personality tests or other things like that in that aspect, in that aspect, in that realm that you want us to talk about, let us know. We've already talked about the Enneagram, so you can find that episode. Um, And this one is Love Languages. Maybe Myers-Briggs. Brianna seems like she hates that one, so maybe not. We'll see. I just don't know how much there is to say about that to be honest. I don't know that much about it other than my type and I don't even really know that much about my type honestly so uh, I don't know. Yeah we'd have to do some digging on that one but if you have any suggestions definitely let us know and see what what we do in the future but Mm -hmm. I don't know I think that about wraps us wraps up this episode. I hope you had a lovely day and a lovely week and you should follow us on Instagram at gone with the windies. Give us a rating and review on the Apple podcast app and we should read our most recent review. Ah yes do it yeah we finally got another review. So another motivation for you to give us a review, we'll read it on the podcast. This one is from Brianna's friend, Lily. And she says the following. All right. 
the the review says the title is Immaculate Vibes, five stars. Each episode is a perfect about 40 minute bite of conversation that blends authenticity, humor, insight, hot takes, and the occasional touch of sisterly bickering to warm the heart. Love to play it while I'm cooking and feel like I'm hanging out with these gals IRL. This podcast sure makes me wish I had a sister. <laughs> oh, love Aww. her so much. Thank Thanks, you, Lily. Lil. I'm obsessed with you. Well, weekly motivation to go give us a rating and review on the Apple Podcast app. We love you. We appreciate you. If you've stayed this far, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for your constant support and love. And I hope you are happily gone, gone with, with the, the Windies. windies.